Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's side episode, I'll be doing week eight of NFL picks. Yes, Rod's week eight NFL picks is here. And sorry, I'm doing this at the last minute. I'm doing this off the top of the the, the dome here. And uh, excuse my audio too, because I'm doing this from my phone. So just bear with me on this one. But you're here for some picks. You're not here to hear me ramble. First of all, want to get this out the way. Week seven, I went 10 and four. Great, great recovery from a bad performance in week six where I kind of broke even. But here we are, 10-4, and now we're going into week eight. And we got a huge slate of games coming up, starting off with the Ravens and the Bucks. The Buccaneers go into this game as one-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Ravens. Now, the Ravens have not been playing that impressive of late and but the Bucks have been playing way worse than the Ravens and all due to the lack of communication with Tom Brady and his offensive linemen uh the defense not playing as well as they once was they don't look as stout as they used to look and now they're going up against a Ravens team that's still trying to figure out their niche they've been winning a lot of close games by the skin of their teeth. They're also losing a lot of games by the skin of their teeth. And it's just been kind of a pattern with the um, Baltimore Ravens over the last couple of seasons. They've been kind of that team, that that cardiac team, uh, where if you're a fan of them, man, they're going to give you some heart attacks watching these games. But I think the Ravens go on the road and pull this one off. I think they keep the Buccaneers struggling. I think that this is going to be a statement game for Lamar Jackson uh, to get the Ravens back on track and earth to John Harbaugh, please do not take a risk and go for it. If you do not have to against Tom Brady or he will make you pay. All right. Yes. Tom Brady's getting older. And yes, I do think Tom Brady should have stayed retired, but he's still Tom Brady. And if you give him an opportunity to win a game, don't he's definitely going to take advantage of it so don't give him that opportunity but the Ravens are one and a half point favorite I think the Bucks cover that and uh, I think this game ends in a field goal uh, victory by the Ravens even though I would not be surprised if the Bucks won this game I'm still going with the Ravens now let's go to the London game we got the Denver Broncos going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars now I don't have confidence in either one of these teams to win this game, but I'm going to go with the veteran here on this one. I'm going to go with the man that said, hey, I'm doing I'm, I'm exercising on the plane while everybody's just chilling on the plane. I'm putting on blood, sweat and tears, Broncos, Bronco country and all of this other dumb nonsense that he's doing. Yes, I'm talking about you, Russell Wilson. Cut it out, dude. Cut it out. Just cut it out, bro. And just go out there and play football. Play up to the potential of that contract that the Denver Broncos paid you. Now, I know all of it doesn't fall on you. I I, I know the coach has been getting a lot of heat as well. Deservedly so. But Wilson's the one throwing that football, guys. He's the one leaving not throwing to wide open receivers. Let's stop making excuses for these veteran quarterbacks. If they're struggling, let them struggle. If we're, we're going to go in on some of these rookie quarterbacks for struggling, 
at quarterback in some of these games. We need to start holding these veteran uh, quarterbacks accountable as well. And Russell Wilson and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are no exception. They are, they deserve criticism. And at this point, all three of them are not playing good football. I don't care. Don't give me. They, they don't have good players around. They got good players around them. Because if they didn't have good players around them, they would. Tom Brady wouldn't have came back. Aaron Rodgers would have went somewhere else instead of standing in Green Bay and getting paid. And Russell Wilson came into a team that everybody was saying all they needed was a quarterback. They got a defense. They got good wide receivers. They got good. They got a really good uh, offensive line. All they needed was a quarterback, right? Well, they got one. Stop making any excuses, ladies and gentlemen, for these veteran quarterbacks. They have to be held accountable, and they, they're they going to be held accountable on my platform. And I don't want to hear none of that. But that's me. That's a little rant for all of those people that's, made, that's going into the defense of all of these veteran quarterbacks. At the end of the day, I got the Denver Broncos winning this game. And I think Russell Wilson will finally come out of his slump and put on a good performance, especially since they're on neutral territory in London. So I think Denver bounces back and win that game in London. Now let's go to the Sunday games. Starting off with the Panthers and the Falcons. The Falcons are a six and a half point favorite against the Panthers. And I'm not going to ramble too long on this one. I'm not going to stick around too long. I got the pan. I got the Falcons rather to beat the Panthers in this one, even though the Panthers had an impressive win against the Bucks last week. The Bears at the Cowboys. And let me just say this. That was one of the most impressive performances by the Chicago Bears I've seen since 2018, ladies and gentlemen. That was impressive. That is what I'm talking about. What I've been saying, if you have been watched, listening to these picks that I've been doing and you've been listening to my take on the Bears, what I have, I've been repeating over and over again, even during some of the frustrating losses by the Bears, I said, stay patient with Justin Fields. He's getting better. You just got to let him Learn how to lose. Learn how to make his mistakes first. It's trial and error when it comes to younger quarterbacks. But he's talented. He can make all the throws. He's one of the fastest quarterbacks in the NFL. You just have to scheme to his strengths. And what did the Bears do? They did exactly what we've been wanting them to do since week one. Play to Justin Fields' strengths. And they did it. And look what happened against the Pats. And they stop going on forward on fourth down. Just settle for the field goal. That's fine. Chip away at these wins. Don't try to force things. Don't try to force things. Even though it's good experience for Justin Fields to have those testy moments where he has to go forward on fourth down in certain occasions, it doesn't have to be all the time. Just, just It's okay to shoot threes. It is okay to shoot threes in, in football. All right? It, skip all that analytic stuff. Just win the game. But anyway... The Bears come into this game a 10-point underdog. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to flip the script on this one. I'm going to be a fan this week. I'm going for the Bears. I'm going for the Bears because I'm a Bears fan. I refuse to pick the Bears against the wretched Cowboys, another team that I just cannot stand and I just cannot despise other than the Packers. So, hey, I got the Bears winning this one. I got them covering for the 10 points. Uh, the Cowboys are going to possibly be without Ezekiel Elliott, which means they're going to have to heavily rely on Deck. And I don't think Deck is 100%, guys. He just he doesn't look the same this year. I'm sorry. Even before he got hurt, he just didn't look the same. 
I don't see the same deck that I saw from last year. But anyway, I got the Bears beating the Cowboys. Up next, we got the Cardinals going up. Actually, the Dolphins going up against the Lions. The Dolphins are a three and a half point favorite. I think the Dolphins win that game in uh, Detroit. Detroit has not lived up to the hype that Hard Knocks has built on them. And it's starting to really show. The Cardinals on the road against the Vikings. This is a tricky game. This could be a trap game for the Vikings. But I'm going to go Vikings on this one. They're a three and a half point favorite. The Cardinals still don't really impress me, even with D-Hop back in the lineup. I, I just, I'm just not sold on the Cardinals yet. Um, I'm taking the Vikings on this one. They're a three and a half point favorite. The Raiders go on the road against the Saints. The Raiders have another get right game. And I think they get it. I think they're, they're one, one and a half point favorite. I think the Raiders win that game on the road against the Saints. Up next, we got the Patriots at the Jets. Now, the Jets just had a huge signing uh, or a huge trade bounce their way with a new running back after losing their starting running back. Uh, they get Robinson from the Jaguars. And here we go. The Jets are they are taking this run very seriously. They are trying to go at it in this division. They're five and two, and they are trying to increase that lead over the dreaded Patriots. I think they do that. The Patriots are just not a good team. They simply not, I don't care if Belichick is coaching them. They are not a good team. And I think the Jets go on and win this game. The Patriots are two and a half point favorite. I think the Jets cover that and more. And then up next, we got the Eagles at home against the Steelers. The Steelers are clearly not that good. They're just not that good. Um, and I think the Eagles are riding high. They're a 10 and a half point favorite. I think this is going to be a very easy win for the Eagles at home against the Steelers. Now to the three o'clock games or three o'clock Eastern uh, games, we got the Texans. Going up against the Titans. The Texans are at home. I'm not going to ramble too much on them. I got the Titans winning this one easily on the road. The Texans are just not that good. They are a lottery team at this point. And I said NBA turn. They're not a lottery team. They are They are a uh, top 10 pick team. Or number one pick team. That's what they are. Enough said. The Commanders on the road against the Colts and the Colts. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. Colts fans. This is not going to be a fun season for you guys to watch going with your backup quarterback for the rest of the season. No more Matt Ryan. Uh, it's going to be a long one. Colts fans, the commanders, however, on the flip side, things were looking very bleak until that fluky bears win, but they had a convincing win over the Green Bay Packers after that. So I don't feel as bad losing to Washington. Even though I didn't agree with how the Bears lost that game against Washington, I don't feel as bad anymore. Take it that the Bears blew out the Patriots. But man, I, I just think, honestly, this has been a weird NFL season. But I think the Commanders go out on top. The Colts are a two and a half point favor here. But I think the Commanders got it together. I think they will come in and they will beat the Colts and walk away out of Indianapolis victorious. Up next, we got the 49ers at the Rams. And I think the Rams bounce back and get their revenge from an earlier loss to the Niners. The Niners, 
they haven't been looking so good these last couple of weeks. Uh, I know they played Kansas City last week and Mahomes did Mahomes things, but even a week before that against Atlanta, they did not play well. And the Rams, with a much-needed bye week, they they I think they come back focused. They hear the criticism from people saying that you know last year was a fluke. Well, here they are. I think the Rams bounce back, even though the Niners played them tough. They are division rivals for a reason. And I think the Rams bounce back, and I think they beat the 49ers. And the 49ers are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. The Giants at the Seahawks. I love this matchup. I think this is going to be one of the best matchups of this week, of week eight. Uh, the Seahawks are a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. The Seahawks are going to have that 12th man loud and kicking. And Geno Smith is ready to put on a show against Daniel Jones. And these are two teams that are the biggest surprises of the NFL, pretty much. No one see, no one saw the Seattle Seahawks or the Giants doing anything this year. If you said that before the beginning of the season, you're a liar. Here they are going up against each other in a big game, which could have major playoff implications if these two teams make it to the playoffs as far as seeding goes. So this is going to be an important matchup for both teams, but I think the Seahawks win this one by a hair. Up next, we got the Bills and Packers for the evening, Sunday evening game. And I'm just going to put it to you like this. I think the Bills are going to obliterate, annihilate, humiliate, and I can't think of nothing else. But they're going to do whatever it takes to blow out the Green Bay Packers. And it's going to happen in convincing fashion. I cannot wait to see more of Aaron Rodgers in slow motion looking disgusted when another one of his wide receivers drop their passes that he's throwing to them and seeing their offense just, just, just plummet. Just plummet. I love watching every minute of it. And I'm going to continue to enjoy watching it because I'm tired of the Packers. I'm tired of seeing them win. And it's about that time for the Bills to put that spanking on them. So come on. I, I, and also, I need a bounce back week. I got my boy Josh Allen back on my fantasy team. So I need him to have a huge game against the Packers in order for me to pull off another win and get out of the loss column. Up next, Monday night, last but not least, the Bengals on the road against the Browns. I'm not going to ramble too long on this one. I think the Bengals win this one easy. Even without Chase being in the lineup, they still have one of the best wide receiving cores in football. Even without Chase, I think they win it. Burrow is back. He's got his mojo back. I think he's going to come into Cleveland and put Cleveland to bed. So that's it. Those are my picks. I'm sticking to them. Again, it's your boy, Rod the Magnificent. And check us out. Me and M will be back behind the mic next week for some more NBA coverage and some media coverage as well. And we also got a huge this face battle that you are going to really enjoy. So stay tuned for that. But until then, those are my week eight picks. I'm sticking to them and I will see you on the next one. Peace.